The preservation and restoration of historic places and spaces has long been a challenge and a running public conversation, tending to center upon what needs preserving, how best to manage the cost, and covering ongoing maintenance. Now, the opportunity has arisen that can assist to preserve a long historic place and, at the moment, exclusive of donations and tax dollars. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. The Partners in Preservation Link campaign, being led by the National Trust for Historic Preservation, is awarding a prize of $150,000 to one of its 15 finalists to restore a historic place. One of the national 15 finalists is the Denver home of Dr. Justina Ford, also the current location of the Black American West Museum and Heritage Center. Historic Denver and the museum are partnering in an effort to win the prize, and all it takes are a few supported votes from you and me. To instruct us regarding the significant role we can play to assist them to obtain the national award are Miss Allison Schultz of Historic Denver and from the Black American West Museum, Miss Terry Gentry. All of the various communities were comfortable with Dr. Ford because it was something unusual to consider a man delivering a baby. So whether you were a European immigrant. Okay, hold, hold the phone. Hold yes, the phone. yes. Because this is what you're saying. Midwives delivered the babies then. Yes. Maybe. And not male doctors. Well, there was I'm a. confused. There was a competition with the uh, American Medical Association uh-huh. was, was moving forward to have more men involved in medical practice. And they were, they were pushing back on midwives and pushing back on the rules that midwives had to work under. Yeah. And so, and Dr. Ford applied. She was a fully accredited physician, but again, they were trying to restrict what she was allowed to do. There were a lot yeah. of families in the community that, especially European immigrants that dealt with midwives in Europe yeah. and, and Latino women that dealt with midwives in their community, African-American women, Asian background, Japanese descent, et cetera. And all of these communities were used to women taking care of them and their children. So this was a new thing for men to Mm -hmm. experience a man coming in and delivering a a child. And that was something specific. When you go back and look at American Medical Association in the 19th century, this transition, Mm -hmm. and and it looked like a competition to to bring more men into the fold. So so Dr. Ford had some challenges to confront, but a lot of these folks said – no, we, we don't get that. So we, we want Dr. Ford to come in and take care of us. Yeah, sure, sure. The Justina Ford home is one of how many homes do you all look after uh, or at least have this in interest in preserving yeah, so the his, historical society? Yeah, Historic Denver, we own and operate the Molly Brown House Museum. And at this point, that's the only historic property that we fully own and operate, but mm-hmm. we support historic homes throughout the Denver area through a number of different resources. So there are different levels of protection you can put on a home that will protect it from different things like demolition. Of protection? Yeah. I so thought if, there'd be only one. It's either <laughs> right? protected or it's not. I know. It is kind of like these interesting um, little nuances in the law, but one easy thing, or easy, it's not that easy, but you can get a Denver landmark and that goes through the city. Um, it basically says that this building is historically significant, and that'll actually prevent demolition regardless of who the owner of the property is. Okay. So that's like that's what I mean by level. So a Denver landmark is one level of protection you could get on a particular historic building. And the Dr. Ford home does have 
the Denver landmark seal. So we know at this point there isn't that risk that there was in 1983 of um, a wrecking ball showing up because a developer wanted the land. Any other homes that uh, you're looking at doing something to help preserve? We work a lot of times with community groups that come forward. So we have a lot of ongoing programs all at one time. Um, We're working with different communities that either want to create a historic district. So that's a way to get a bunch of homeowners together to say our neighborhood has a special historic feel and character. And so we're going to work as a community to get a historic district designation. And so we'll help and support that kind of work as well. Well, with all of the development that's going on in Denver and a lot of developers just showing up in town looking for a place to do their next project, you probably have a lot of places that you're defending now. For sure. I would say it's a busy time. And it's definitely a moment where I think as members of the Denver community, we want to be kind of vigilant to look around and say, what are those buildings that are so important that they tell the story of our city and that we as a community want to work together mm-hmm. to keep them preserved. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of historic history being preserved, in her house you have the the uh, Black American West Museum and everything you can come and see there. And, and I think that's been one of the locations. Uh, a number of people have jumped on those little tour buses for Night at the Museums to come see you. Uh, what other good stuff do you have down there? The Black American West Museum houses wonderful artifacts that were collected by Mr. Paul Stewart, the founder of the museum. So we have cowboy hats and chaps. A lot of stuff of the Old West then, that African-American cowboys existed. Yeah, we've got farming equipment like a a plow and a, a sharpening tool, and we have artifacts and implements from the Buffalo Soldiers and the Tuskegee Airmen. Mm-hmm. And we also celebrate the Five Points neighborhood in Denver as well. And you're also working to preserve as much as possible the uh, the colony of Deerfield up in Well County? Yes, we're working with University of Northern Colorado. Dr. George June and Dr. Bob Brunswick are heading up that piece of it for us. They continue to do research and work on preservation efforts along with the Deerfield Committee and some of the other agencies in Greeley, such as the Greeley History Museum as well. So we've got a lot of people that are passionate about saving, preserving, and recording that history in Deerfield as well as in our Five Points neighborhood in Denver. Is that a place where history, historic Denver can help in Deerfield and Weld County? Is that somebody else's jurisdiction altogether? Yeah, for the most part, we do tend to um, look mostly within the city limits, but there are other organizations that are similar to ours, like Mm -hmm. Colorado Preservation Inc. that'll help, especially in the more rural parts of Colorado. Okay. And so with with the contest and competition again, what's the website they have to go to? Um, VoteYourMainStreet.org slash Denver will get you right to the Dr. Justina Ford home, and you can vote right on that page. And up to five times a day. Yes. To October 30th. October 29th. Okay, October 29th. That will get all the sports fans uh, in a habit of voting when they vote for the Nuggets and they vote for the Avalanche and all that. Do this first. Mm -hmm. That is for sure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that will be a lot of fun. Uh, what other events? I think you have some uh, events at Historic that's uh, they're going to be coming up by the end of the month. 
Mm -hmm. Yes, we have some. um, We run a walking tour series. And so we do walking tours of specific neighborhoods in Denver daily through the end of October. The weather, honestly, right now is perfect for a walking tour. Uh, It's a great time to explore the neighborhood and get to know it a little bit better with our expert guides. At the end of the month, we also have our annual dinner coming up. This is an opportunity we take every year to look at projects across the city and give awards to the projects we think that have just done a really nice job preserving uh, buildings. Okay, and you not only preserve older buildings, some newer ones too, if the architecture is unique. Well, it's kind of interesting to think about. Technically, anything 50 years or older is considered historic. Ah, got so to that be at least does, 50, huh? Yeah, it does actually open up. A lot of baby boomer first houses are going to be Yeah, historic. and some you know architectural styles that I think we haven't been preserving quite as much are starting to become 50 years old. And it's an interesting conversation to see what, what of those buildings do we think are significant um, and we want to preserve. So... Okay. That's kind of neat. So once you win this contest, I guess uh, you'll have a lot of work to do at Dr. Ford's house because then you can expand, ex- expand the museum, too, throughout the building. So what's critical for the museum right now is that it's, it's we're filling the age of the house. It was built in 1895, yeah. and there are several things that need to happen, and the the structural integrity is a critical piece, the windows foundation, the um, brick. So there's lots of little things that need to happen. We've had some work done on our roof and had some work done on our new porch and other th- other elements, but that's a really critical piece that we need some help with. And having windows replaced in a historic structure is really expensive. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's part because of this. Because the windows have to be custom made because they don't uh, they they don't build them like that anymore. They, yeah, they have to follow very very strict specific guidelines for the windows. So that's what why we're hoping to to win this $150,000 so we can get all the windows in the structure replaced and repaired. Does the city have special codes you have to abide by? Maybe not the current construction codes, obviously, because the, the Justina Ford House wasn't built under them, but probably certain things you still have to do to make sure the facility is safe. As a historic structure, there are several federal guidelines, state guidelines, and local guidelines that we sure. want to adhere to when we're having structural elements yeah. addressed. And, and this is why we have to make sure that you win this to get this done. Yes, please. Done right. Yes, please. What other special events do you have going on maybe the next couple of months, too, down down at the museum? We're celebrating Dr. Justina Ford, and we're asking for Ford babies to come in and hang out with us. And Ford babies, that means people who were delivered by her. Yes. I'm people, sure some of them are still walking around. We have quite a few that come and visit the museum to make sure we are taking care of business. Yeah. And they the, got to, uh, uh, my first thought is that they got to be in their 80s, but... Since she was probably working until 1950, you can have some some uh, older boomers in that in that group. The last she baby delivered she delivered would would have been the end of September 1952. Yeah. So 67 years old mm-hmm. on up. Yeah. So yeah. so we've got quite a few folks around the metro area. We had a family from Kersey, Colorado, come in a few months ago, and mom was a Ford baby, and she wanted to show her children from the Kersey. Museum. Yes. Really. Yes. And we have people from all walks of life 
that come into the museum to announce they're a Ford baby and they're there to make sure that we're taking good care of that home and the artifacts within it. Now, some of the Ford babies, obviously when you're a baby, you really don't know much about who brought you in. You find out later. Uh, was she a pediatrician also? So maybe they went back to get some care from her later where they would have some memories of that. Yes, a lot of a lot of our Ford babies may have they're a Ford baby, but they also were around when their younger siblings were delivered. Okay. So they know quite a bit about Dr. Ford and her stories. Mm-hmm. One one family I, I think about is the Pigford family. Yeah. And the siblings there remember so many details about Dr. Ford. And Dr. Ford was part of their lives right up till she passed away. And she did other things around the community as well. She was involved with other aspects of the uh, of the African-American community, for sure. It was a tight-knit community, and she had relationships with all of the other folks in the, in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and community members. And we had folks in the neighborhood that were ditch diggers, school teachers, sure. physicians, did all kinds of, of different things, things yeah, owners sure. of their own businesses. And she had relationships with everyone. And the and it was always a multi ethnic neighborhood. So the the African American population in the Five Points neighborhood reached probably about fifty, fifty five percent during the nineteen forties, fifties and sixties and it started declining yeah. after you know, during the nineteen seventies. So what's your favorite uh, Doctor Ford story? I have several. Pick one. Uh one of them my dad and my dad went in when he was ten years old and yeah had hurt his arm and he said Dr. Ford he thought Dr. Ford was mean and tough. She <laughs> says, Young man, what what happened? And he explained to her what happened. He's and she said, Well, we're gonna take care of you, but you've got to be more careful in in what you do because we don't want you to hurt yourself in the future. We don't want you upsetting your mom. And Dr. Ford was really close with my great grandparents. Sure. So generationally I, I've heard stories from my dad and my grandmother about their experiences with her. Again, you can support the restoration of the museum home of Dr. Justina Ford, which houses the Black American West Museum. Join Historic Denver by taking a few moments to vote at the online address, voteyourmainstreet.org slash Denver. That's voteyourmainstreet.org slash Denver. You can vote up to five times a day. We thank Miss Allison Salutes of Historic Denver and Terry Gentry of the Black American West Museum for being our guests again for this edition. The museum is on the list of tours on the free night at the museums during Denver Arts Week in November. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And many, many thanks to you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.